granny oh oh it's trouble this time means she's not paid taxes in decades I pick up the phone taxman's at her door you know I'm not leaving my grandma in a home happy's gone gonna win send the ball home with the wind that's all I got that took me hours (laughs) (laughs) yeah let's use yours (laughs) (laughs) this was one that was like oh this is the only thing that came to mind Tuesday's gone yeah Tuesday's gone good song inexplicably used in this film I um I was thinking about it today and thinking about how much fucking Leonard Skinner was popular for some reason in the 90s. Oh, it was full 70s resurgence. That's I, why. I was one of those that, like, I didn't know Tuesday's Gone as a, a Leonard Skinner song until way later. Like, I grew up with Tuesday's Gone being a Metallica song. Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah. yeah. Garage Inc. Garage yeah. Inc. Yeah, yeah. And. And then I just thought that this was like a like acoustic cover. Country version. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, well, it's really not, even not better. I love, I love it when that happens. <laughs> not nailing it the way so, Hetfield does. I don't yeah. get it. It's, uh, you don't really hear it. Where's John Popper? Come on. <laughs> um, do we, since this is part two, do we want to just roll in or do we want to do the full on? You're you listening. Want, you want to do the intro? Sure. Why not? Go for it, man. All right. You're listening to the Nostalgia Killers. An amazing podcast where I don't have notes for, so I'm just going to freestyle. We're listening to the Nostalgia Killers, a podcast where we revisit films from our youth and decide whether or not uh, they should be recycled, monitored, or sent to that great DVD player in the sky. I just realized the same thing as uh, recycled. So here we are, Who crashing are and burning. Who are you and where's Chuck? I know. Uh, Do you work here? <laughs> Sir. 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 <laughs> Sir. <laughs> All right, take two. No, that's fine. Okay, okay. That's fine. People get it. Hopefully. <laughs> DVD in the sky. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this might be the last episode that is run anyways, so. There we go. Uh, you know what? We knocked it, it out of the park. This yep. is the final you're one. Getting, you're getting sued by DVD. Uh, as always, I'm Chuck Starzinski, and today I am joined by Luke Lond. Hello. Jason Santos yet again. I'm back never left i didn't leave did not leave it's been 15 minutes Just chained to the chair please please help me out <laughs> send help <laughs> blink twice if you're okay yeah just didn't to, blink close enough to the microphone no one just, can hear. just bang on your cage and billy madison's <laughs> over again oh God. oh yeah um, for anyone who's just joining us, I don't know why you would just be joining us, um, but we are doing an amazing two-parter double feature for our uh, double-digit episode here. So this is episode 10 slash 11, or just episode 10. I don't know. I don't know how podcasts work. Part two. Part two. 10.5. 10.5. Sure. <clears throat> Looks like part two. Part two. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, as you can tell, we're doing a great job so far. Um but for the second half of our double feature podcast, we will be talking about a much better film than Billy Madison. We're discussing Happy Gilmore. Agreed. Happy. Yeah. I think uh, you want to just jump in. 
or do you want to do the whole uh nostalgia thing over again because i feel like they just kind of blend together with that sure if you want to like we, we can just say like nostalgia wise it's, it's very similar to to billy madison we watched them all at the same time they came out one year apart yada 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 I was just going to give the elevator pitch. Yeah, please do. So uh, Happy Gilmore must set aside his pride as a hockey player and play golf in order to raise money to save his grandmother's home. The home which his grandfather built by hand. Mm-hmm. He didn't build a condo by hand. <laughs> no. <laughs> I know. That's like this movie has heart. That's, I think, the most important much, thing about much this film. More, yeah. The grandmother's super endearing, too. Oh, yeah. Super endearing. Uh, yeah, we can. I do have some some unique nostalgia to this movie though, and like rewatching it. Yeah. So golfing as a kid, my my brother's a big golfer, so he kind of indoctrinated me as a golfer early on. Haven't golfed since I was a kid, but that was always playing because of that. But having rewatched it and watching it kind of like through high school, I was working in a senior community. Oh. So like the Ben Stiller bits in this movie, it's home alone. Oh for you. God, <laughs> God, the the so many times I just wanted to be that guy and couldn't. <laughs> oh, bedtime, dearie. Yeah, the amount of times I could, I wanted to say like, I get you a glass of shut the hell up. <laughs> oh. Still to this day, I wish I could have just done it once. Wow. So yeah, yeah. There's that. And the confession's out. Yeah. All right. And people know. <laughs> if you've ever worked in a senior community, you know, too. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, this movie is a complete 180 from Billy Madison. Um, even just like the intro is stellar. The whole having a life story, your entire character's background in the opening credit sequence and having it work. Yeah, it did work. Yep. No, it, it sets the stage perfectly well. Also, I could just watch that intro sequence all day. Like, that's just a fun little bit that could just play as its own little short film. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you get everything you need to know. Um, you know, grew up a diehard hockey fan. You get to meet his father who passes away. Grandma takes him in wearing a kiss mask, which is amazing. Yeah. She just that, likes like Gene Simmons. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just to cheer me up. Like, that gets me every time. It'd be great if she didn't wear that for him. She just happened to have it on. It was her normal mask wearing day. Exactly. She's like, a oh, big shit. kiss fan. Yeah. Big kiss fan. Oh, shit. The grandson's here. <laughs> uh, but now you get. You learn about his two uh, records. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the one is obvious, and the other one is. Uh, Almost killing most, the guy. Well, that there's that one, and then most time spent in a penalty box yeah. is like the one everyone forgets, and the other one is uh, taking a skate off and trying to stab a guy middle yeah. of the game. Yep. Which I don't think I am pretty sure that ice skates don't work that way. They're not actually knives. Oh, uh, they are. They're very sharp. But they're double edged, right? So there's like. No, they actually they come off skates. So they're well. We can deep dive this. Yeah, we can get into this. I also Um, picture him using it like just unlacing, and like if you were to you know take your boot off and try and hit somebody with it, that's why I picture slash someone with it. Yeah, would cut, but you can't like. Oh no! I don't think he's trying to stab. Was the front edge as a as a point? Not that's that's for dragging and. But that's for for figure skates. Not hockey skates don't have the the toe tip. It's it's not like a point, but it's it's kind of. It's round. I don't know. And they, the, the blades, at least these days, the blades come right off. They get swapped mm-hmm. out really quick. Back in the day, they were kind of attached more, but they're sharp as fuck, man. 
I would want to be. I mean, a that's, that's, either way, I don't want to be. That's the danger end of the hockey player. <laughs> I don't want someone taking off a skate and coming after me either way. But the other question is like, how does your. No one's ever thought about this. We're, we're diving deep on this, like, <laughs> but we're going to figure this 30 out. seconds. I was going to say, this is going to be a three-parter because we're going to spend took, an hour on the skate. He took his skate off. How are you skating after the guy? Everyone ever thought about that? I imagine he'd already be on top of him. Yeah, but, uh, holding on to him. Skates are laced all the way up to your, like, yeah, it's calf. A long, it's a long hold. Yeah. It's a long, it's a long <laughs> yeah, time sure. of, like, you stay right there, sir, and don't skate away. Yeah. Let me just untie this. I, I never questioned it. No. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it always worked, well, but we're killing the nostalgia here. Uh, yes. Yeah, all, all, <laughs> all, all my time playing hockey, it made sense to me. All right. But uh, all right. I love also that he's just awful at hockey. <laughs> so I love bad. that he's just, he's he, got the he's passion. He's got a great shot. He's got the drive. He doesn't have the talent. How? Yeah. How can you play that long and never get... Never skate. Yeah, I know. Like, I love that he can barely just stand that's, up. That was uh, that was a, a great joke, but I don't. Yeah, that's the one un- unbelievable thing. <laughs> that's why you're killing it. Yeah, the premise doesn't work. There's no way. <laughs> doesn't matter. Eventually, you get good. Oh, while well, so. we're still in the intro too, I love the whole introduction to all of the jobs that he had. Oh, yes. like, I was a gas station attendant. <laughs> I was a construction worker. Dick it's just, joke. Dick yeah, joke. It's just dick joke. It's just, oh, hey, I'm well, going to use this tool as like a pretend penis. I'm going to use this, this uh, <clears throat> you know, construction cone this, as this, a penis. I'm going to use this I'm gonna, mop I'm gonna as r- a penis. Right in the bowl. Feeling uh, the flow. <laughs> uh, he was the security guard. Right? Yeah, I'm going to use this nice stick. Put it in this guy's As a penis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also getting fired for nail gunning your boss in the head. Not how nail guns work either. Just saying. Nope. We're poking holes or poking holes. Yeah, do it. Yeah. That's what we're here for. Yeah. You have to have it uh, pushed against something for it to you, trigger. You got to tie it down. Or you, can, shoot it, you yeah. can like pull it back, which is not, I mean, it's like you got to pull the foreskin a little bit, but it's exactly the only way to describe it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's not, you couldn't actually shoot someone in the head, like just bang, bang. Mm-mm. Not going to happen. But yeah, this movie is also just like, it's the perfect use of that 90s adam sandler idea it's taking his annoying man child character yeah and just distilling it and giving him a plot and giving him a through line of action and purpose and purpose he has beats in this movie also i wonder if i would have liked this movie as much as i did had i not followed it directly from billy madison if i came in clean <laughs> but it's like after billy i was like oh dude anything's gonna be anything than- is gonna be great and this got one, a yeah. plot line I don't know, but this one also has laughs. This movie had me continuously laughing. I was actually surprised at how well the joke still ended. I love the, uh, just working through the plot here. I love the intercom breakup with his girlfriend. Yeah. That's such a great scene. Yeah. I'm sorry, baby, don't go. That's like, fine, leave. (laughs) You're a lousy kindergarten teacher. I saw the finger paints your students did and they suck. Starts like, uh, I didn't mean that, baby. Yeah. (laughs) It was like full on cunnilingus onto the <laughs> on the intercom. Onto the intercom. Oh, it's just like cuts to like a twelve year old. <laughs> She's already left a long time ago. Twelve year old's just like, oh god, what am I listening to? Yeah, his rendition of "Night Goes Easy" and just like slowly attracting <laughs> all the strangers walking by. I love that the kid doesn't leave either. No. The kid's just there in trance the entire time. He's <laughs> learning things exactly. Also, I'm so glad 
that uh, I love. This is also, yeah, this movie's just full of such good bits. That's the thing. Is like, I love that he buzzes her up thinking that it's the girlfriend coming back and it's the old Asian woman that was walking by. Yeah. And then this fucking movie doesn't pull any punches and sticks to the joke. She stays over. She's yeah. there the next morning. Yeah. In his t-shirt. In his, his yeah. t-shirt you with his thing breakfast? of Captain Crunch. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want breakfast? <laughs> That's so fucking good. No, this movie yeah. delivers every time. It's got not not just Adam Sandler. It's got the entourage, like everyone who's in it. Ben Stiller. Yeah. Um, strangely uncredited. Uncredited, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't catch that. As the handlebar mustached. Uh, Hal L. Or- orderly. At yeah. Old folks home. Yeah. No, he honestly, like, I don't want to jump ahead too far, but he is, I, I gotta, like, he doesn't win the movie, but he's up there. Very close, yeah. He's like, very he's iconic. Close. I mean, he's, he's like, his performance became memes before they were memes. I think easily the most identifiable quotes from the movie come from him. You will go to sleep or I will put you to sleep. <laughs> You're in my world now, Grandma. As long as we're on him, too. One of my favorite fucking scenes in the entire movie is he's running a sweatshop out yeah. of the nursing home. My fingers hurt. Great news, everybody. Arts and crafts just got extended by four hours. Exactly. My, my fingers hurt. Well, your back's going to hurt, Ethel. Guess yeah. you just got six hours of, of gardener service. Oh, I love, yeah, he's going around, too, just threatening all of the elderly people too like it's like happy visit visits grandma and he's just like making eyes and like throat slashing signals and stuff like that like it's like gun to the head gun to the head yeah (laughs) i mean it really pulled no punches and it landed it landed oh it's so good i also love that you have yeah again it's just well made you have the meester meester lady running up just like no like this is a death camp don't bring your grandma here he just like throws the food like he just has like a bunch of like like onion rings and like it's like the the sampler pack at denny's just like comes out it's like he's just hitting her with his sonic order basically exactly (laughs) here eat this (laughs) that's why she's attacking she's hungry that's just good it's good bits oh man but yeah this movie i was surprised how well this held up like oh we have an early appearance of Will Sasso. Yeah, Will Sasso is a moving man. I don't, I don't know if you know who he is. No. Mad TV fame, for yeah. sure. He's like um, but one, he, of the, one of the funnier people to come off Mad TV. Exactly. He was on Mad TV for decades. Yeah. And he just, I think he doesn't come around to the second season, too. So I think this predates Mad TV. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mad TV didn't take off until like 96, 97. Exactly. So, so I think this is after. just like, yeah, he's... Yep. Just kind of, you know, answering those casting calls. Mm-hmm. Good on him. No, and he's great, too. Like, I love that scene. I, I, this is also just going to be a gushing one, I think. Where I'm just going to be like, and yeah. then this thing happened, and I loved it. Um, <laughs> I love the scene where Happy discovers his drive shot abilities. That scene is so great, where yeah. it's just oh. like, you know, it's like, oh, golf is for wusses, like, and snobs and jerks. Like, where are you guys, what are you guys doing? Like, pick up my couch. I got a hockey game to watch. And... I love that he just takes out a man and his <laughs> wife from 400 yards. And their window. And their window. And their window. Yeah. That's comedy rule of three, too. That's, yeah. again, this movie's bang, well made. Bang, bang, And also, Mind Blower, it's written by the same duo. It's Adam Sandler and gonna pull it up really fast. But it's literally written by the same duo that wrote Billy Madison. Tim Herlithy. Herlithy. But there is a reason why this. <laughs> You're drunk. <laughs> no, I'm serious. No, it's literally like her laugh. I. But there's no th. It's just an h. So I don't Hurley. know. Hurley. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, oh, the H is silent. Thanks, guys. Sure. Can't, the, can't tell the origin of that name. So they're either Irish or one of the reasons why this one is better, probably, and po- I mean, not probably, definitely, definitely is Judd Ap- Apatow was an uncredited uh, yeah. rewriter. Yeah. Mm. He, yep. Most. So he definitely. This also has like Judd Apatow all over it. Yeah. Like sure. uh, again, uh, we got to do heavyweights one day, but it's definitely it's got some heavyweight jokes. It's got the like walk past something, notice it, double back. It's just got classic. Yeah, it's just the man knows how to write a decent bit. Yep. I understand I'm babbling right now, but yeah, the man is. Yep. That was very, it's very much explains the transition from Billy Madison to this competence. Competence steps in. Exactly. Yeah. It's we, like we've got a little we got a little more money here, so we're going to get a little more competent. They oh, took man. that that uh, Billy Madison money and they used it well. Exactly. Yeah, they got Carl Weathers. Yeah, dude. God bless Carl Weathers. That's, He's so good as Chubbs. That's mm-hmm. who I had winning the film. Yeah, I, I would uh, agree. Just I would uh, agree too. One hundred percent. It would. I, 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 I would have to split it between him and Shooter. I fucking love Shooter McGavin. He's Shooter so iconic. Yeah, <laughs> Mr. McDonald's great. Uh, I have it split between uh, Carl Weathers and Bob Barker. Yeah, Bob Butter. Yeah, uh, so many great cameos from everybody. I mean, exactly. not even just cameos, but like. Uh, you know, side characters. No, and again, like, it's just so good at its, like, character building and storytelling. Like, I love having, you don't even, he tells you the story, but you don't even need Chubbs' story. Like, yeah, just comes in, clearly a guy who, you know, didn't make it when he was in his prime, missing a hand. You've got, you've got all the pieces there, but then you get that fucking alligator story. The you get that story, like, like, 15 seconds into meeting that character. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, fit, we don't he's waste like, time. It's like, and I've got his eye. Yeah. <laughs> you like, what? <laughs> no. From Elba hide in his pocket. Yeah. <laughs> just like, oh, you just keep that around? Okay. No, this is one of those two where you're like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> With material, Sandler's not bad because he's he's got, he's there on every beat too. Like, it's like, yeah, shows him the eyeball in a jar of formaldehyde. And the first thing he says, oh, you're pretty sick, Jobs. <laughs> <laughs> I always like the bit right before that where... He's getting toughened up for hockey yeah, season. He's yeah. like in the batting cages. Just like, Gah. oh, that felt good. <laughs> Love that bit. No, that's like a jackass predate of like oh, I watched, seeing that as a kid. I watched people do that. After that's what I was going to say. Yeah. He, he was a, a, a above a trendsetter before his time. Yeah, yeah I was never stupid time. enough to stand in front of a slow pitch machine. But still, it was like one of those like, oh, I knew plenty of people who were. Yeah, I actually played baseball. I know what that felt like already. I wasn't going to fucking <laughs> yeah, you're like, I go into a batting I'm, cage. No, I'm good. I'm yeah. good. No, no, no. Yeah. Uh. But like the, 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 you know, Chubbs like pulls the, uh, the cord. He's like, hey, I still, you still owe me like 15 pitches. <laughs> Chubbs like, bro. <laughs> We got bigger plans for you. Yeah. We got bigger plans for you. Dude, hockey tryouts are only 364 <laughs> days away. <Right. laughs> you got to toughen up. Uh, and then he loses the hand like right afterwards. I like, know. There's so many iconic Chubbs bits like in the first like three minutes of of that character. Yeah, exactly. No, it's like hand gets slapped off, run over. <laughs> it's like it gets it. slapped off and then he's like. Oh, don't worry. It's sturdy. It's made out of solid wood. And then the moving truck just like crunch. <laughs> and then the next time you see him, it's only got like two fingers just on it. Gluing it back together. Just gluing it back together every and time. I was really appreciated. And even as a kid watching this, like always appreciated that it's clearly like a hand past his hand. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, yeah it's, that's the prosthetic's bad. Yeah. It's so long. Yeah. It's so good, though. 
I do love also like when his hand gets knocked off uh, instead of apologizing, Billy's just embarrassingly <laughs> right. tries to shake an imaginary <laughs> hand. Like he's just like, oh, okay. good meeting you, bud. We have uh, an appearance of Robert Smigel, mm-hmm. who is Triumph the Insult Comic Dog. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember him. Mm-hmm. But he oh, was yeah. also, uh, and Billy Madison is the chemistry teacher. Oh, no way. Yeah, Interesting. he kind of glossed over him. There. I totally missed that. Yeah, but he's the uh, IRS guy, the, the somewhat bad guy in this film. Not Take, to, taking grandma's house. Yeah, not to try and throw back too hard to Billy, but like, I think I missed him as the chemistry teacher because that whole chlorophyll more like borophyll scene is yeah. like one of the cringier bits the in worst. the entire movie. Yeah. 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 No, I don't want to make out with you. Yeah, exactly. And it's just like, oh. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I hope you don't. She's like 14. <laughs> and then there's the, the that guy tried to move on her later. Yeah. Oh. Anyways, let's let's get back in let's the into happier, yeah. happier films. Yeah, <laughs> joke intended there. Um, oh my god, the like the sheer like him throwing him through the the door. Like you're you're not gonna like what I have to say next. Oh yeah, we were taking the house too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're gonna be really mad at me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was like yeah, comically like guy, yeah. blusts through the screen door. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think he's happy with me. I don't think he likes me. Yeah, um, good. Grandma. Love her. Frances Bay, the actress's name. Mm-hmm. R.I.P., I'm guessing. Yeah, but uh, also born before talkies. Whoa. Born in 1919. Holy shit. Before, yeah. before what? Talkies. talkies like sound, talking sound movies. film. Yeah. Oh, I she heard born talkies in the- like the ship. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's, no, no. Is that, are we like- oh, that poor woman. <laughs> She was BT. Yeah. <laughs> Before talkies. Before talkies, yeah. man. <laughs> Never experienced that flavorful little role. Mm. But she has a... Uh, uh, rest in fuego. Yeah. Recently learned about talkies and uh, and ranch. This is for the Patreon subscribers mm. here. There you go. Talkies and ranch, apparently. Never had. Neither I imagine had. it's got kind of the That's same for, sort for, of thing as like uh, hot Cheetos and cream cheese, because that was like a big thing that people did. Yeah. For, yeah. for the sponsor. Yeah, yeah exactly. The sponsor is free to lay. <laughs> Roll me up in a beautiful little tortilla chip you and can, bake me off. You can talk me wherever you'd like. Exactly. <laughs> Speaking of sponsorship, uh, this movie is not, or this uh, podcast is not sponsored by Subway, but holy shit is this movie. Yeah. Oh, there's a, there's several. There's a, Pepsi? What, Pepsi, Pepsi as well. Yeah, big, big time. One. That's when they learned how to get money for the film. Yeah. Yeah. But like the sub, there's a literal subway ad uh-huh. in the that, plot. In the yeah. plot, in and the plot it's it's film, played yeah. off as a goof, but then it's like, oh, it's no, this is just a segue into putting subway on every single physical surface we can. Yep. I'd have to give them credit for not doing it until halfway through the film. Exactly. So, <laughs> <laughs> there's that at least, but yeah, it's uh, pretty blatant. I wonder if that's how they sold it. I wonder if it's like one of those like. Oh, there's another. Well, there's another Adam Sandler film that's cringiestly known. I think it's Click is known for he works at an ad agency. So there's already kind of products being shoved in your fucking face. And the mm. entire film is nothing but an ad for all the product placements. This kind of starts it, I think. Yeah. Yeah. If you're hearing this, PepsiCo. Sorry. Sorry, Pepsi. We still love you, Pepsi Co. Please sponsor us. Sponsor us. Just, just in this diet, Pepsi. Yeah, that's a good bit too. It's like uh, singer uh, McGavin, right? He's like, yeah, shooter, shooter. He's like, uh, you can get me a Pepsi. <laughs> diet, 
<laughs> yeah. Clearly. <laughs> well, it's like he didn't need to say that. Of course, he drinks diet Pepsi. Look at him. <laughs> oh, God. He's so fucking good, though. <laughs> he's yeah, like, he's really good. Christopher in this. McDonald's uh, great in every film he shows up in. Oh, yeah. No, he, uh, he passed on this movie twice. <laughs> <laughs> probably know. after watching billy madison probably yeah, yeah. Yep. um the main reason why is like because he just gets he's so good at playing a slimy bastard yeah. and he just was like so sick of being typecast as a villain but it was just one of those like read the script again and was like okay yeah we'll do it this movie also i mean you know grew up i grew up pretty poor and stuff like that so it's not like i was going to be hanging out at country clubs anyways but this movie definitely influenced me from a young age not to like golf it definitely planted <laughs> planted a tea somewhere in my brain you know that was just like oh yeah like that's for hoity-toity snobs who aren't cool i, I grew up in a poor I, golfing family so i'm you know Oh, it never occurred to me you needed money to play golf. I appreciated the tea pun there. Yeah, oh yeah, playing the tea in my brain. <laughs> the uh, so yeah, I, I grew up golfing as a kid just because my brother golfed, and I don't golf anymore. But fun fact: one of my like favorite weekend things to do is watch golf on TV. Have you guys watched golf on TV lately? Not, Not really, since no. uh, I didn't have cable as a child and was like, oh god, it's time to go outside. It is the <laughs> best nap. Oh yeah. Oh, oh I was gonna say oh, yeah. it's right right the first oh. sleep. It's just it's just like cool winds, birds chirping. There's and a reason then the two gentlemen just like whispering into microphones. Oh, yeah, even so, though they're nowhere so, near the hole. Oh my god. It's like it's like ASMR. That's what oh, that's what ASMR is replaced. It is like the equivalent of like putting a child in the backseat of the car and driving around the block for me. Like yeah. I'm out in 15 seconds yeah. and just out. And it's such a nice slumber. So yeah, <laughs> two, two pro tips so far, talkies and ranch yeah. and, uh, and golf. And it doesn't even have to be current golf. Like I don't have cable either. Oh yeah. But as part of like the Roku, you get like the PGA channel. Oh, there you go. So you can just like watch old golf and it's just as good. <laughs> It can be. It's the only thing more boring than watching golf is watching old golf. It's like, oh yeah, Tiger cleans this one up. Yeah. I don't even have to pay attention. You, you imagine people sitting around reminiscing about certain golf days. Yeah. Mm, I can. I do fondly. Uh, this is uh, one of the first... I don't know if heavyweights predates this. I'll have to double check. But it's one of the first times I ever saw Adam Covert in a movie plays the uh homeless gentleman that becomes his oh, caddy yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. he ends up becoming a happy madison staple he's definitely yeah, like in yeah. a ton of adam sandler movies but i love that he plays like a marcel marcel like uh silent bob kind of character yep it's yeah. just the homeless gentleman who never says anything yeah it's all physical comedy i love the bit where he's washing his body in the pond <laughs> and then we transition from that to him washing his underwear in the ball washer and I think the uh, speaking of caddies, the like blonde kid that's his first caddy. Yeah, yeah. he's like, "Told you not to tell me, not to let me do anything stupid." Where, Where were, were you on that one? one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's so good. Yeah. So loving not knowing the concept of a caddy because he is such a fish out of water that he thinks the kid's just trying to steal his clubs at first. Like, hey, and beats the shit out of him. No, I'll, ca I'll carry these. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but also it's one of those things where, obviously, aside from. Uh, the love interest. Homeless Caddy is like one of the few people in the entire film he never yells at. Mm, he's always yeah. like weirdly polite with the homeless Caddy. Just, yeah, it's because uh, maybe because he just, you know, working class man among all the uh, upper echelons. Yeah, the only other person most, you can identify. Most exactly. relatable. Yeah. Most relatable most person relatable. is his homeless Caddy. 
They had the same shoes on. Yeah. Like Tim's before Tim's were cool. Is this where the notion of the happy place comes from? The the meme mm. in later films. I don't remember it ever coming up in any other idea, place, movie, Find book. your happy place? Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. I mean, this is a very zen movie. You know, if, we're gonna, if we want to get deep again. Yeah, of course. We um, because like zen, I mean, golf is a pretty zen sport as it is. Um, unless you're top golf. Unless you're top golf, yeah. Then you just blast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Blasting balls all day and uh, two for one any tizers. Uh, fond memories. I wish we had one closer. Uh, <laughs> Such a good time. But yeah, um, I love Kevin Nealon in this movie too. Uh, just speaking Psycho. of Zen, he always yeah. plays the most Zen characters in movies. That's got to be an actual personal trait of his. They just I, keep calling on it that much. That's basically him. Yeah. I mean, he used to do the, the weekend update on Saturday Night Live and he was just reserved, understated, mm-hmm. quiet guy, but saying the most outrageous shit. Yeah. That's the other golfer that he's paired with. Yeah. It's the guy the, that tells him to send, yeah. it, put it, send the ball home. Right. Exactly. Put it in the send it out. Put it in the hole. Ride the bull. Are you too good for your home? Yeah. Doing the bull dance, working the green. Yeah. <laughs> I was going somewhere with that Zen comment and it's okay. <laughs> uh, I don't remember. That's <laughs> so Zen. So Zen. Yeah. Uh, so at peace. So, sort of Zen. We have a uh, a reappearance of penguins at the putt putt course. The first hole they go oh, to is, oh, is, yeah. is penguin themed. Oh, yes. I picked up on that just because I watched Billy Madison right before mm. this. Also, I'm pretty sure he's rocking a penguin's jersey the entire time, right? He yep. is. Yeah. Yes. Pittsburgh. No. No, it's a he's it's Bruins, isn't it? He's got all kinds it, of stuff. He wears he like, he's wearing a Bruins around. hat for he's sure. Bruins a hat, and then he's got a he's got a duck jersey on at one point i think mm. all Just the birds all of the birds yeah birds and bears um apparently all of the golf courses in this film were filmed in canada that makes sense because there's a bit where they're in uh, san francisco, san francisco. Yeah, and like i was like that is not san bullshit. francisco in any way shape or form <laughs> yeah no it's fucking it's the the canadian rockies yeah i was like that looks like fucking where they found laura palmer's body when they're on the coast <laughs> I was like, no, that yeah. is not San Francisco. Yeah, a lot of a lot of British Columbia, and that's kind of why in some of the shots, if you're looking close, some of it uh, it's raining in between takes. Oh, like I mean, like when they're when Shooter and and Happy are arguing and stuff. Yeah, you can cut to and they're fucking soaked. It's fucking raining hard. Had to use what take they got. I had that as a nitpick. I don't know why it bothers me. I don't know why they didn't just go to an actual. I know I know it's cheaper to film in Canada, but also why not just say you're filming in Canada. I mean, it would make sense as a hockey. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. already up there, you know, yeah, trying exactly, out. Exactly. That's what I'm, yeah. It I mean, makes it's, sense. it's, it's interchangeable, I guess. But yeah. Like why lie? Why lie about San Francisco? Why say that word? Cause they want our American dollars. They want it to be <laughs> it made in the good old USA. <laughs> that's why. Shooter I, McGavin and happy. This the chemistry. The Sandler McDonald chemistry is so oh fucking good. Yeah. God. Early on when they first they first meet that was, I think that's my favorite like bit of the whole movie is after happy won the first tournament and gets to go to the actual like tour mm-hmm. and they're all standing around and there's four golfers shooter McGavin's one of them and they're all in their gold um, jackets. gold jackets right which a trope of the master's jacket which is green which they actually bring up because in that bit, they're like, you know, Shooter's not wearing one because he doesn't have one. And uh, Happy 
benevolently he's just like oh where's where's oh, yours and like he doesn't know that he's super dissing him yeah, yeah. super diss yeah and then there is a line where he's like oh i don't know if it's gold or, or green doesn't matter and green is like what the actual jacket in real golf is yeah the guy doug is actually wearing one at one point oh yeah yeah i kind of picked up on that uh, but, the, the yeah. like leader of the whole tour, the, mm. the CEO or whatever. Yeah, I liked the, uh, I liked how aloof Sandler played that. Oh yeah, oh, yeah he's yeah. so good. On that, back on the green gold jacket bit, um, they actually had a golf consultant working on the film, like someone who was helping make sure that they were saying the right terms and doing all these things and whatnot. And he, you know, takes golf so seriously that he was the reason why they don't use a green jacket or green jacket they use a gold jacket because he would not let them make too big of a dig at the pga he's like no 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 no, no. yeah this is the master's tournament show some goddamn respect (laughs) was it lee lee trevino i think so yeah yeah he's he's the guy that has like the when um shooter makes a a faux pas or whatever he's always shaking his head like Mm. the actual pro golfer Mm. uh, lee trevino he's he's pops up in it all the time yeah he's he's in there that's fun. But like, how? I mean, I'm, I'm glad he was in it. It's funny, but you don't have to go far to find a golf expert. No, no, no. <laughs> you don't have to. I, I don't even know if they paid him, but you don't have to pay anyone. To, to and it's get not that like Lee Trevino is like a household. Like, it's, it's not Phil Mickelson. It's not Tiger Woods. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, nobody is up there. But like back before Tiger, Lee was kind of Trevino was a name. Yeah. Just like Nicholson and right. yeah. the other guys. Yeah, just before my time. Yeah. I'll have to go rewatch some of that old golf. Yeah, you watch like, yeah, exactly. Keep, into the old Keep golf my eye open. Keep one eye open. It's like, oh, there's Trevino. Okay, I can pass out. <laughs> I do love that Happy makes golf exciting for everyone, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which brings like, the crowds, turns it into like a complete circus. It's almost like a full-on uh, tailgating kegger kind of scenario. Yeah. Which, speaking of Tiger, that's kind of what it's prescient because that's exactly what Tiger Woods did sure. to the sport was to invigorate a whole new audience into it because everyone was aging out yeah there was less um like riding the pony uh <laughs> yeah accelerations but oh. there should have been there should have been some shenanigans uh i mean i'm sure there's tiger had some <laughs> shenanigans we know but yeah just off course off course and then um you know ninth green at 9 p.m oh yeah such a good one such a good bit yeah such a good one uh, I also we, love that he uh, gets to go on a date with. I have her name written down. The, I'm the P- keep calling her the the PR the PR woman, yeah. which is shitty of me. She her character has a name, um, but I love that he gets to go on a date with her because he doesn't commit an act of violence. <laughs> it's like a little treat. <laughs> She's like, I don't date golfers. He's like, well, I'm a hockey player, da, da. and then like he tries to ask her out again. And she's like, well, since you're behaving and it's because she had to intervene from him committing an act of violence. And then he's like, you know what? Not going to stab this man with a broken bottle. Going to let it go. It's like, oh, you're slowly becoming a gentleman. Happy. Yeah, it, it was forced. <laughs> no, it was very forced. No, much resistance. No, good. No, no love the chemistry between happy and shooter. No chemistry between happy and the love interest. Yeah. Which is Virginia Bennett. Played by Julie Bowen. There you go. She is a human being yeah. with a name. Classic, uh, classic VV name, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. he he's got a weird. Sandler's got a weird thing with his female love interests of just they have double initial. Mm-hmm. It's like Vicky Valancourt mm-hmm. sticks out. Veronica. 
Was who is the one from Billy? Oh. I think that's one of the ones that isn't. Oh yeah, Veronica Vaughn. Veronica Vaughn. Um, yeah. Never mind. No, it's just his thing. Yeah, it's apparently a thing. It's like, all right, so this is the chick I'm in love with in this movie. Her name's uh, uh, Barbara Billings. There we go. There we go. We got a name. We got a name. <laughs> <laughs> I have uh, one award to give. Oh, please do. I have the uh, Roger Deakins Would Be Proud Award for the crane down shot with the hockey rink maintenance guy singing Endless Love. Oh, oh that bit's so good. That's the only good thing the about their date. The There's background. good chemistry there. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, I know an entire story about that Zamboni driver. Really? Just from that one shot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was waiting. I was like, and then the closing of the eyes at the end. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's like fucking masterful filmmaking right there in one shot. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you could write a, have a whole uh, semester of, of classes on that one shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that would, that would, I, would, I would make that my thesis just to piss my instructors <laughs> off. <laughs> 30 seconds. That's right. <laughs> Oh, poor Zamboni driver. Always a bridesmaid, never a bride. <laughs> um, the Bob Barker fight. Oh, yeah. I mean, Bob yeah. Barker's kind of an asshole is my takeaway from the Bob Barker fight. Um, also, I think like on, in the film and off, um, the only reason he like they approached him and he's like, oh, I'm not doing this trash. Yeah. The only reason he said yes is because they said he gets to win the fight. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh, OK, I get to be the bigger man. Sure. <laughs> Oh, the price is wrong, bitch, was something that was just oh, did yeah. not have any context ever, but was just yelled all the time. Yes. It was like a salutation. Exactly. It's kind of like <laughs> price is wrong, bitch. We just love ending things with bitch. It was like I'm Rick James bitch kind of thing. Like mm. where it's just like, oh yeah, it was just people would just yell the price is wrong, bitch, with no context ever. Yep. Oh, <laughs> uh, the biker the biker fight. Oh, I wish it was a biker fight. Uh the Barker fight uh went on way longer than I remember. I thought that was the part of the funny part. No, no, it was great. But like in my mind, in my nostalgic like little bit, it was just like, oh, you know, they rev each other, you know, couple punches are thrown. Price is wrong, bitch. Happy gets knocked out. But it's like, no, they keep going. I I thought it was very, very stiff. I thought it went through the arc of like funny, not funny, Mm -hmm. funny Funny again. again. Yes. Oh, yeah. No, they did a great job. Same thing with the alligator fight. Also, when he (laughs) goes for his ball and finds the alligator that took Chubb's hand. The revenge. Yeah. uh, A nitpick I have, I think Chubb's mentions he was playing in Florida when that happened. Yeah. But they're obviously not playing in Florida when he meets that alligator again. Like, did the alligator get on a plane and... You know, follow Chubbs around, swam up that mighty Mississippi and... (laughs) uh, Geography is hard in this film. Yeah. Not a lot of uh, well, gators. I hate to say it, but it took, it took me right out of the film. <laughs> that was the part. That was gotcha. the part. That gotcha. was where it lost you. That's where I was like, oh, nope, nope, I'm out. I'm done. Oh, also, like, I love that. That's. I mean, I don't love that they have to kill him off because I, I understand you've got it. Yeah. Just that classic hitting the beats of a movie thing of like, oh, we need to like lose hope and da da da. But. I know what you're going to say, and I felt the same thing. Yeah, I was like, oh, dude, like, why did Chubbs have to die falling to his death from gator PTSD? Like, that's a rough, rough end. Yeah. It was like. He was the the heart of the film. I know. Yeah, it was. uh, Yeah. I mean, you do get the, like, you know, in the sky waving along. Yeah, Yeah, with Abraham Lincoln and the gator. Abraham Lincoln and the gator. Like, it's nice to know that's he- almost worth it. It's almost nice to know heaven it. is a very balanced right, place. I'll buy that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's like the Gators welcome in heaven. Lincoln's welcome in heaven. Everyone's right. welcome in heaven. And it was it's Lincoln. Great. So like he hasn't been like ousted of like, 
you know, we can still celebrate Lincoln. So you can still <laughs> celebrate like it wasn't Washington or like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You imagine like Christopher Columbus in, in the <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. and you're like, yeah, they, be, be mm. a different movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, do they all go to hell? <laughs> it's actually hell. I also have, I only have one theory behind, aside from like the very obvious, we need to hit story beats and kill Chubbs off. But I feel like it was just one of those like, okay, the audience is starting to get sick of the hand jokes. <laughs> Cause that's yeah. about when the hand jokes wore thin was like the final like wooden nail in the coffin was just like, he shakes Chubbs's hand that's resting on top of the coffin. <laughs> Which was like, all right, that's enough. Yeah. Well, that's uh, that's pretty much all I have. That's uh-huh. all I... I mean, I really enjoyed the movie. I, I laughed way more than uh, Billy Madison. Yes. Yeah, agreed. Um, way more. Had much more fond nostalgia reliving this movie. Oh, I can recommend this movie. That's what's okay. crazy. Right on. Like, I can't just like, you know, I can't be like, oh, I saw Billy Madison a girl the other day. This is like, oh, I watched Happy Gilmore the other day and I had a great time. Right. Right on. <laughs> um... I got you? just a couple more quick things if okay. uh, before we wrap up. I don't know where we're at for time. I uh, mean, neither. I left it recording. So oh, beautiful. Lost track. But um, I'm pretty sure we're at an hour. Nice. I just want to quick touch on uh, as we're rounding bases here. Fucking love Mr. Larson. Mm. The boss. Uh, Happy's oh, yeah, boss yeah. that gets a nail yeah, gun yeah. to the head. Yep. I love his uh, <laughs> coming, even though he got, you know, shot in the head. And beat up Happy. He still supports like his ex-employee. Mm-hmm. Oh God, the moments between him and Shooter are so good. <laughs> and we we didn't touch on the heckler. No, we oh, didn't touch. Yeah. yeah, we got a the bit heckler. more, man. Oh yeah. yeah, there's that guy. But yeah, just really quick on Mr. Larson. I love the bit where it's like he has to play the ball off of his foot. foot. <laughs> and it's like your ball struck my foot. <laughs> it's so good. Uh he gets, yeah. That whole bit is amazing. Just beat by beat is so fucking good. Shooter having to play the ball off his foot and like you pan again, talking about master filmmaking. It's like, oh no, it's on someone's foot. Whose foot is it on? Pan up. Keep panning up because this person's a giant. You get to the chest and it's his shirt and it says guns don't kill people. I kill people. (laughs) Goes up to his face. Full on pro wrestler mode. Makes makes it the hit and he's like, oh, that's two strokes, Shooter. And he's uh, shooter's like, oh, good, you can count. <laughs> it's one of my favorite bits in the entire movie. Mr. Larson's like, and you can count on me waiting for you in the parking lot. <laughs> the actor Richard Keel. Yeah, Richard Keel is amazing. Um, he also loved it at the very end of the film when Shooter obviously loses because it's an Adam Sandler movie and we can't, you know, have any conflict. Shooter loses, steals Happy's golden jacket, you know, as one last final, like, weak hurrah of like i'm still gonna get this no matter what only to be chased down and then beaten to a living pulp by mr larson off mm-hmm. camera so like mr <laughs> you just hear i love that it's just added adr to yeah it's just stay still you're making it worse <laughs> and just like <laughs> shooter just screaming in agony joe but, flaherty was the uh the heckler the heckler the yeah heckler. let's uh i'm down to talk about the heckler for a second that was another really annoying uh just in this era just people repeating over and over again. You will not make this putt, jackass. Yeah, jackass. Yep. yep, very much. The uh, that went on longer than I remember too. Yeah. Oh, way longer. I didn't feel like that one came back in the comedic arc. No, no, not at all. <laughs> like it was funny, and then it was not funny, and then it was still not funny. Yeah, he I does, never got back out. He the heckler does have one comedic bit that I will defend though. Is uh, when you find out that he's in cahoots with Shooter and being paid off. 
and just wants to be Shooter's bud. Keeps, keeps wanting to go to Red Lobster. Keeps Sizzler. wanting to take him to Sizzler. Yeah. That's like, I like, I laughed really hard on the first one because it's just so out of the blue. It's like, oh, maybe go get some Sizzler after this. And then when they do the callback and he gets called into, which I also don't remember him almost running happy down in a oh, car yeah. on the yeah. golf course. Volkswagen. Yeah. yeah. But I just love that when he's calling him in, like, I need you to do it. I need you to, this is our final solution kind of thing. It's like, okay, Shooter. But we're getting Sizzler after. Like, it just brings it back, and it's like, ah, oh, it's so good. I do want to give him a stunt credit. Um, he was actually on fire when he got out of the Volkswagen. I, huh. I oh, that was the actual that. actor doing that? Yeah. That's that was, amazing. That was him. I mean, you can see his face. Yeah, but just, I mean, like. It's just his arm, but, like, that's, like, I don't know. That's, real, real fire. That's real yeah, fire. That's creditable. That's dedication right, right there. there. Yeah. Well, there was, uh, <laughs> was it Billy Madison where the uh, Eric was on fire? Oh, the, or the, the chemistry lab. Yeah, exactly. Like, I forgot yeah. about that thing. That that's also why I was scary. like, that's also why I was like, oh, that was him. Because like my brain again, you know, even though we just watched these movies, yeah. um, my brain just melts them together. Yeah. Uh, but the, like the, the fire stunt they did in Billy Madison, you know, just to go back to that movie, but like the mask the guy had to wear, it looked like a Jason mask. Oh yeah. It looked like, it looked like a real fucking burn victim. <laughs> it wasn't funny. Yeah. I also just want to, since we are kind of, you know, getting to the 18th hole here. But but I just want to quick throw out two quick shooter lines God or three shooter lines. What? Oh, I know. It's okay. <laughs> you can hate me. It's fine. Um, <laughs> we didn't touch on the, of course, the very iconic I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast. <laughs> you eat pieces of shit for breakfast? Yeah, that's so good. Grizzly yeah. Adams did have a beard. Yeah, exactly. No, it's, <laughs> yeah, I love he those, just Those lines lived on. Like, they are yeah, so yeah, Those good. were said outside the movie a million times. Yeah. yeah, and then Shooter telling his little, you know, going up before the tour starts and telling his little story like about... Um, it's like, oh, yeah, you were stuck in the sand trap so long. Like, they called David Hessel up from Baywatch. And then you come back and he's telling the story, the exact same story, the same joke again. Because that's the only thing he has. The and only comedic bit. The other guy's like, yeah, it was uh, funnier the first time. Exactly. <laughs> but I love it when um, the all of the tailgating and stuff is starting to really take off. And Shooter's getting heckled and says, damn you people, go back to your shanties. <laughs> <laughs> and then when he's trying to get Happy kicked off for all of the crazy antics that he's doing, he's like, no, no, no. It's like, this used to be a sport. I just saw two fat naked bikers having sex in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> so good. I also love, um, you touched on the Happy Place earlier. I love that part of the happy place is a little person uh, dressed as a cowboy yeah. <laughs> riding a hobby horse. Yeah. Yeah. And then it, I truly love that his anti-happy place is just Shooter making out with and trying to have sex with all of his loved ones. Grandma wearing the kiss mask. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. The, uh, the swallow that tongue, man. <laughs> I know. Oof. That's what you do. McDonald is he's so good. Yeah. <laughs> I forget. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I love uh, Christopher McDonald. I don't remember anything he was ever bad in. No, he's a great character actor, supporter. Just Mostly plays the same character, but goddamn, does he nail that one character? I, I always <laughs> mistook him for Joe Piscopo. I don't know if you guys even know who that is. I uh, vaguely do. He was like w super old uh, Saturday Night Live yeah. era. Yeah, he he was the Christopher McDonald of the eighties, mm. but um, perennial villain. Yeah. But he was also on Saturday Night Live and like, I don't know, he just showed up in SLM movies like with Belushi and stuff like that. I'm so glad McDonald took the role eventually because like 
uh, Kevin Costner and Tim Allen were both considered. Yeah. That too. Which would have been horrible. Yep. Would have been um, a different movie. Fun one that, uh, you know, in an alternate universe, Bruce Campbell auditioned. What? But, yeah. For what? For Shooter. Oh, dude. That would have been so good. But he. <laughs> I, I have a general rule. You put Bruce Campbell in anything. It just I'll, goes. I'll be happy to watch stock. It. Yeah. yeah. No matter what. But he got turned down. They just. Yeah. He auditioned and never got a call back. That's like that's in his younger years too. He would have been a fucking. Amazing. Oh, he would have been on fire. Yeah. Fucking hell. No, instead he goes off and makes. I want to like, watch that movie. Yeah. Oh, as long Costner as Costner would have been. Uh, that would have been a different movie. <sighs> as long as we're on casting, what ifs? Um, yeah. Eric, well, I'll just throw it back to Billy Madison because we didn't touch on any of this because uh, we got really philosophical in the last episode. Um, <laughs> if you need to find yourself, exactly. If you need centering, <laughs> listen to the Billy Madison episode. Um, Telling you, Miss Lippy, man. Yeah, <laughs> dude, she's spirit animal right there. That's right. Uh, but Eric, the role was actually written to be played by Bob Odenkirk. Oh, yeah, yeah, I did read that. The only reason he didn't get it is because the studio was like, bro, you cannot keep casting and exclusively hiring your friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Charles Bronson turned down the role to play his dad, too, in uh, Billy Madison. Yeah. Philip Seymour Hoffman auditioned for Billy Madison. As Eric, right? As Eric, yeah. Got it. And they were like, oh my God, you're amazing. Yeah. And then he just thought about it and was like, I don't want to fuck. No, no, no. I don't want to do this. That, like, that I, don't care, I don't care how bad rent is well, right now. I don't I think. I think this was like right before he went and did Boogie Nights. Yeah. And like started getting a real. Exactly. A real like, uh, yeah. Presence. A real, real. Yeah. A real, real. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's what I got for casting. Enough, so otherwise, it's all just, yeah. Stanley likes to throw, put his friends in movies. Yeah. Uh, as you know, as one might do. Yeah. You have the clout. Exactly. If you got friends. He's got the, your, your hangers on. Yeah, <laughs> people of lesser talent who uh, need a paycheck, at least lesser money. Yeah, yeah. Lesser, I was say, lesser some, clout. Sometimes lesser clout because there's like uh, I would say like Adam Covert is I you know I don't know if we'll ever do Grandma's Boy. I would like to do Grandma's Boy. I still hold a nostalgic flag for that one a little bit, but uh, I, don't think, I don't think I've seen it. Oh, it's in the Happy Madison like production company. Sure, but it's like they gave. They took an what would have been an Adam Sandler movie and they gave it to Adam Covert. Okay. And he does a great fucking job. When did Happy Madison become a thing? It's got to be in a post. And I know we're such professionals. We could look this up right now. But it's got to be in a post um, like Big Daddy world. Right. It was several years. Yeah. Like this is. I think it was. I think Big Daddy was the first Happy Madison. Oh, was it? Because I think after Wedding Singer in 98. Yeah, they kind of started a big dad. Started their own kind of 50 thing. Fifty first dates. Yeah. That was all Happy Madison. Okay, because like my first like actual, my brain like remembering seeing the title card is uh, Longest Yard. Yeah, well that was mm. uh, 2006 or seven. Yeah. yeah. I just watched that recently too. Okay. I kind of still like it. Is Little Nicky a Happy Madison movie? Don't think so. Okay, because I feel like maybe that's the cutoff then. Maybe like right around Little Nicky time. It's like when he starts his own wedding? company. Was like that's after. Is that after? Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't to know. be fair, in the uh, in the you know double disc <laughs> <laughs> version, take us back to your childhood. Yeah. yeah, Happy Madison opening opening credit. There we go. Like, yeah, I mean, I felt like they made it for that box set. Could be actually, yeah, yeah. Like I'm sure they I'm sure they got the rights to their movies afterwards. Yeah, were able to put yeah. that on there. It's a good thing they didn't have to like. Uh, Taylor Swift it and re-record it all. Oh, yeah, God. Yeah. Could you imagine? That would yeah. be amazing. Actually, I, that would be really... <laughs> that might be fun. Similar might now. be fun. 
Sandler now, oh, like God. like post uncut gems, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> post hustlers. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's uh, that's all I got on this double feature, my guys. Um, I I vote to let live. I vote to yeah. let. Yeah, there's, yeah there, you know, there's some ableism and sexism, as as in any '90s film. Yeah, but it's the thing with this one is it's like at least for every little shitty '90s joke that happens in this movie, there's at least some plot. There's character development. Adam Sandler says his lines. He doesn't make Tim Allen grunts. Like, he does the thing. <laughs> yeah. he, he doesn't just cash the check. He actually shows up, reads a script, says the words on the page. So, I don't know. He gets a passing grade on this one. You know, uh, I would hand him the keys to my hotel fortune on this one. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna oh, definitely... that's, a great, that's a great point. I think Happy Gilmore runs runs the Madison Hotel Company way better than... Oh, Billy way Madison. better. Oh, yeah. <laughs> way better. But yeah. yeah like, in the tier, it goes Eric, <laughs> the Penguin. Yeah. Yeah. Happy Gilmore, and then Billy Madison. Mm-hmm. Speaking of uh, Hoffman, I just I just remembered they were both in Punch Drunk Love, oh. which was a very strange mm-hmm. Adam Sandler movie. I'd love to do that one, too. I love that film. I watch it all the time. It's just fucking weird people. Yeah. <laughs> weird people being weird. I dig it. It's a good time. Yeah, long live long live this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a classic. It should be. It was on Comedy Central every hour for a reason. You know? It was <laughs> not even Comedy Central. TBS. This is like yeah, a it's just syndicated. Yeah, like, this is full on TNT. For, for good reason. Yeah. It's tame enough. It's I think it's tamer than Billy Madison. Yeah, like you couldn't have in all the right no bloody areas. In it, right? Yeah, yeah, and like all the f- all the like actual funny parts of Billy Madison, you couldn't show even on cable TV. Like. <laughs> no, and like all of the all of the bits that really hit in Happy are just that much smarter and wittier. That it's like, oh yeah, it's like we don't have to censor this. This joke plays without showing the bloody clown or like showing the kid piss his pants. You know, it's like, oh yeah, this works. Which yeah. we didn't talk about really in the last one, but um, we don't need to. Stop bringing it's up bad fun. memories. Man. I know, sorry. We already, we already buried that one. Buried it, it's dead. <laughs> if you keep naming it, it's harder. I, I say uh, Happy Gilmore gets to live if we never have to talk about Billy Madison again. Oh, absolutely. Deal. Deal. Right on. Well, on that note. Oh, yeah, we never closed out the last uh, show, did we? We kind of just said, ah, oh, fuck it, we're done. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyways, thank you for listening. If you have, and if you are still, please check out our Patreon. We have many, many subscribers now. That's a lie. But we need more. We're doing so good. We don't need you people. But, I mean, if you want to join, it'd be cool. Yeah, I mean, if you know, if you felt like it, whatever. But uh, yeah, uh, this has been the Nostalgia Killers. I have been Luke Loned. I have been Chuck Starzynski. And I've been Jason Santos. Bang, bang. Never done two back to back. Sorry about the uh, very sloppy beginning there. Oh, don't worry about it. I was like, I've got this. I'm just going (laughs) to. No, this is like, we're figuring it out.